You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 239. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. here we go. I am calling all high achieving artists, not overachieving, (laughs) although some of us might be sometimes this is true, but all high achieving artists. And first and foremost, I'm inviting you to join me for the profitable artist planning challenge starting on Monday, June 14th. It's right around the corner. I hope you received my email invites and you can go to profitableartistchallenge.com to register and join us. I hosted this challenge in January of 2021 and it was so fun. It was so fun that we're doing it again. More than likely, it will only happen once a year. And I thought, although it's hard to say, right? Because mid-year is a really important check-in point and an overlooked planning point. Well, I think many people overlook this because we kind of, (laughs) I was just announcing that it's the summer of fun, friends. It's the summer of fun. We kind of, of which planning is a part, absolutely, but we kind of get into summer and then we just, ha, we let go, especially this year. There are a lot of predictions that we might be revisiting the roaring 20s in any moment now. And I I get it. But for me personally, planning is so much fun and it has added incredible peace to my life and room and space to have more fun that I just, I see it as a really fun process. And so I thought it would be fun to do a mid-year check-in. So if you've participated in the challenge before, come do it again and do it from the perspective of this mid-year check-in. And if you haven't, haven't gone through this challenge with me before, come and join us. Absolutely. Because part of the goal is also to prepare you as artists in business, especially to prepare you for the upcoming holiday season, which is also expected to be another really powerful year for online shopping. And it grew so much last year and It is anticipated to continue to grow and you want to be ready. You want to feel prepared. And so I recommend that you come and join us for this because I'll certainly be giving you tips around preparing for your holiday season, but it brings a lot of clarity. One of 
our students who participated last time said, I really want to thank you, Marisa, as this is helping to clear my brain fog where it comes to planning and hopefully achieving my goals. I have always done a daily plan, but not weekly, etc. I just knew things I wanted to do in my head and ended up with massive to-do lists. Breaking it down has helped loads. Thank you. And another participant was saying, this week has fallen at just the right time for me. It's given me the motivation to set my goals for this year, and I've already put some of it in place. Excited to take it forward. I've always been a 3D art crafter, but have fallen in love with acrylics and spent so much time trying to discover new techniques and just learning. I plan to just go with the flow and will sell what I love. And I remember... Um, she also said, oh, and I did a tap class this morning too. It's now on my planner because I joked and said, put that on your planner. And what I love about this share is a lot of times planning is to open up space for you to go with the flow. I think so often we think of it as structure and it is, but it's structure to support more spontaneity and more freedom and it's just such a powerful tool as per probably sounds familiar. I feel like a bit of a broken record. It was something I resisted for a long time and it's just fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm getting it dialed in again in a way that is at a whole new level for me. So I can't wait to bring new knowledge to you this time around in the challenge. So go to ProfitableArtistChallenge.com and join us. It is free to register for this session. It may not be in the future, so definitely jump in on this now as well. And another one last participant was saying this challenge week is such a game changer for planning, feeling like I'm going to be more productive and successful from it. Thank you, Marisa. And that's the that's the goal of the challenge, right? It's just to shift even some of that or transform some of that overwhelm into peace and clarity, a little bit of energy just even a little and if you add a little bit more of energy towards your planning it really is a game changer so I had so much fun in January I'm hosting it again for the second time this year I just I want to see what it feels like mid-year and I am as I shared with you I am opening the doors to artful selling so if you like the profitable planning, uh, profitable artist planning challenge, and you want to go deeper on that, that's what we do in Artful Selling. We really detail out your sales and marketing plan and just take everything that you kind of kick off during this challenge and take it further. And I can't wait to share more with you around what our students experienced during that first session. It was really enjoyable to lead them through that process. And I'm also looking forward to doing that again as well. So I can't wait to see you in the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. See how that goes. Enjoy. Have fun. I'm hosting it live. So I'll be with you Monday through Friday that week. 
Oh, I get so excited because I'm going to be planning again myself. Okay, so coming back to this concept of calling all high achieving artists. This came up recently where, as you know, this is on the heels of a couple of episodes where I just wanted to take this one in a little bit less of a stream of consciousness dialogue and give you 15, there are 15, I will go through them quickly, 15 qualities that I have decided identify the high achieving artist. And I was starting to say that I spoke about this more in episode 238, where I'm wanting to just be clear with you as to who I believe I'm the right mentor for and you know, how I'm shifting as a mentor, where I think that I can offer my best support and be of service to you. And I support you on the entire journey. And I'm really looking to work with and continue to work with and go deeper with artists who are at this high achieving mindset, which I initially paused at this thought And anytime I do that, like put a word with artist, including expansive artist, which is my community, I think, wow, we don't really put those two words together. And we definitely don't put high achieving and artist together. We often don't put profitable artist together. Maybe you are sensing a trend or a theme in how I am choosing to title some of my offerings or share with you these concepts because part of my mission has always been to transform the idea of the starving artist. Very early on, I took the title of thriving artist and I thought, why have we never, why have we never thought to take starving and transform it into thriving? It just didn't occur to anybody. And thankfully today, it's a very common word when used in certain communities with artists who are in it, in it to win it, meaning they are dedicated or what I would call high achieving. So as I clarified last week, same thing applies here. This doesn't necessarily mean that you are more advanced. You may be emerging, you may be established. This is all about your attitude And so I just want to share this with you and see if these are qualities you identify with and or maybe you do, but you've never really applied them to your art career. You know, before I went down this path as an artist or rather, let me just clarify, pursuing my passion to turn it into a career I was in the quote unquote tech space trying to found an e-commerce company and a lot of my very first exposure to entrepreneurship was completely through the lens of building a company for investment, for an exit strategy, for, you know, building it for, I talk about this a lot, a lifestyle business, or are you trying to grow it to thousands of people, you know, we were encouraged through the mentors I had at that time and advisors to begin thinking of our companies this way before we really even got them off the ground. And so I come at the 
any business venture with an entrepreneurial mind. And after watching, did I share this on the podcast already? I shared it in my Creative Thursday 3 weekly email, which I highly recommend. If you aren't on my email list, just go to creativethursday.com, go to the pop-up. I'm going to be making sure that says Creative Thursday 3, but if you just opt in on my website, it will put you on the weekly email um, Creative Thursday 3, three resources of creative business or creativity or just for fun. And I know a number of you have said that you really love those. I mentioned, I'll share with you here, Wall Street, W-A-H-L, is a documentary series on HBO with Mark Wahlberg and all of his companies. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty incredible. I knew that he, I knew that he was involved in other businesses and had an entrepreneurial side. I did not know to this degree. And it's very compelling because they unknowingly started to film before COVID and we're right at the part where COVID hits and how does this impact all of his business ventures? He's also an investor and really acting and performance. And that's all kind of a side hustle for him. It's it's so fascinating. I love seeing stories of people that just go way beyond what we think of as possible or doable, or they just really leverage one area of their talents, and then they allow themselves to dream big, and they're high achieving. So when I saw this documentary, when I stumbled upon it, I, I just decided in that moment, I am fully owning the entrepreneur in me. And I know not every artist or even every uh, business owner, most business owners have entrepreneurial skills. That's for sure. But some of us just really, really uh, get lit up by the new idea, the vision, the big vision. And that is me. And interest in many different areas of entrepreneurship and business and then wanting to support. I mean, I would I love supporting artists, but I would I would talk to anybody with a business. Like I I love supporting people who are building something for themselves. So coming back to this idea of the high achieving artist, it's very natural for me to look out into the world and see people who are high achieving from an entrepreneurial perspective, but I realized I had also never linked that title to an artist, and I am today. And it perfectly describes what I started to speak about in last week's episode about why I'm maybe not the right mentor for you and who I think I am best here to serve, and that would be what I'm calling a high achieving artist. And you start here. Okay, you start here and that is this. You believe in what you are capable of. And number two is, I just realized, am I recording? Yes, okay, good. <laughs> I had a couple screens open on my uh, screen, yes. So start here, believe in what you're capable of. And then this is in no particular order, these are qualities that I am defining as the high achieving artist. First go round, right? I always say, I always have the right to, to uh, evolve and change my mind. But you are 
dedicated. You are dedicated, which to me is also the same as committed. I often end up looking up these words. Just, I like to see the correct definition. And I'm just going to say dedicated. I think you know what that means, but you're basically in it for the long game. And I did look up, so I'm looking at my uh, screen right now. Did, you're here to give it a good college try. <laughs> and what does it mean? There is, it's in the dictionary, a sincere effort or attempt at performing a difficult, okay, yes, it is difficult sometimes, or seemingly impossible, used to be, we won't subscribe to that anymore, task. So it's, I guess that depends on how you see this journey. It's not as a good friend reminded me earlier, this is not brain surgery. We are artists making art, putting out in the world, connecting with our collectors, selling the work, bringing more beauty into the world. It's pretty special. Uh, I believe it's a high necessity. I know there are people out there that would disagree with that, but I believe it's more necessary than ever. But it is also, you know, not brain surgery. So we have to remember as I go through this high achieving list that you also have fun with this because it is fun and it is meant to bring joy. And sometimes, you know, I like to keep it transparent over here. It's hard. It's effing hard. Some days it really, really is. is going. It's going to push you far out of your comfort zone. It already takes a lot just to show up and say you are an artist or call yourself as an artist. It already takes a lot of bravery, a lot of vulnerability, and we are, thankfully, as a society in certain areas, we are starting to embrace and honor that more as to being a courageous act. So in case no one's told you lately, I think it's really brave to pursue the arts in any form. And moving on, so number one, dedicated, you're willing to give it a good old college try. Two, you are abundant and you believe, you know, you believe that there is opportunity for everyone. I know sometimes it feels like maybe how is that possible? Give it a whirl. Opt to believe in that and see where it takes you. It really helps to just stop playing that old, uh, not competition. Competition is kind of fun and healthy sometimes, but that, you know, if you get it, there's not enough for me, that whole, there's not enough pie. There's plenty of pie. It's just an overall attitude of appreciation too, I find is a very abundant mindset where you're just appreciating you're generous, you you believe that there is flow both energetically and financially if we're talking about money, certainly having more of an abundant money mindset. You know, sometimes we all, depending on, on the beliefs we grew up with, we all have a little bit of work to do around embracing that more and really stepping into our power around money as well and abundance. But I'm specifically not tying money to this because abundance is just already appreciating how much you have in your life, which is so much for many of us. And 
sometimes we get very caught up in the money side of it and we forget just in the surroundings we have, the water that we have, just the possibilities that we have that I hope, I hope I'm a part of this growing for more and more people globally. If you're if you're listening to me around the world, I know you are. I am sending you extra love. And number three is self-aware. You are self-aware. Should be pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> self-aware. You're willing to observe. And uh, well, we'll talk about that in another one. Number nine, I like to call it, you have a fire in your belly. You can also call that passion. You can sometimes also call that obsession. I was listening to one of uh, an advisor from that time. Oh my goodness, someone I met in uh, Boulder at the time. And he was talking about passion can be easy to fake in the entrepreneurial world. I thought that was so fascinating. You'll know if you're faking it. It's basically people who build businesses and say he was referencing, you know, you can be really passionate about something, but are you, he was differentiating passion and obsession. Like, do you really live and breathe it? Which is a bit of an obsession. Anyway, I digress. I just thought that was so interesting. These, this is why I like to look up my language and make sure that I'm clarifying what I intend or I'm uh, speaking what I intend behind my words. And never mind, going down too many, too many rabbit holes. All right, so where are we? Five, trust the timing. You trust the timing. I've been using this metaphor a lot. You trust in your own popcorn kernel and that you will pop more than once at different different evolutions of your business, but you will pop when it is your time, not because someone else popped or someone else over here popped, but because you're on your own timing and you trust that. You might forget it sometimes, but you do trust it. Six, you accept that you have challenges and you will have challenges. And that some days I use this word sparingly, but let's be honest, I use it. You know, some days are going to feel hard. You are probably going to want to quit. And seven, you don't blame your circumstances, the algorithm, social media, your family, your kids, your friends, your neighbors, your season of life, the season of what you're currently living in, like in terms of weather season, whatever it is, barring the extraordinary, the unexceptional, please, I'm just referencing everyday living here. You know how it is. It's so, we're so quick. Well, by we, I'll say me. I've been someone that absolutely kind of wants to blame other things, people. And I was sharing earlier in a training, I was saying, I just now, I don't really, I think it. It's an old habit of thinking that comes up. And now I don't verbalize it because I don't give it any weight I just know, oh, right, there's that thing. You don't want to accept responsibility for your actions and your choices, which can, it's not about blaming yourself either. It's very important. I should actually put that at the top of the list. 
Uh, but I see a lot of people look to external reasons why they're not accomplishing what they want at the pace they want or things aren't looking the way they thought they would. And it it's really about the bigger picture at that point and staying open, which we're going to talk about that in a moment. But the truth is that a blame just, it doesn't serve any purpose except maybe taking it off of you. But but you made that choice and just accepting that, not blaming yourself, not being hard on yourself, just accept that, oh, all right, well, I'm here because I'm here and be willing because you are self-aware, be willing to look at why you are where you are and make a decision to accept the timing on that, to trust the timing on that. Again, all of these qualities, they interweave, obviously they support one another to become this whole version of a high achieving artist. Number eight, you have the right to change your mind. I love saying that one. It's as if, I don't know, sometimes I think our culture currently has forgotten that people grow. Um, They become better versions, hopefully, of themselves. Some people, maybe not so much, but most with intention and heart are, are trying to grow to be better people. So we do change and we do also have the right to change our mind. So you can choose this path and then you can give it all of the efforts I've shared here, give it that old college try and you can still decide that you want to do something different and you can even do it for a certain period of time and then pivot and do something different and never lose your love of it. You know, we really want to, we want to be free these days and we also simultaneously want to box in the freedom. Does that make any sense? I'll come back to that at another time. And number nine is that you have a generous heart who genuinely wants to support others and see them win, which would be natural, right? A nice uh, accompaniment, if you will, to an abundant mindset. And number 10 is you are open-minded, And I wanted to add on to this, uh, a critical thinker. An open mind means you're obvious, you know, it's obvious, right? You're willing to listen and learn and, and observe. And simultaneously, a critical thinker is going to also analyze and want to understand. And I'm just making this up, but I call it that spherical thinking, where you sort of look at it from all all sides are all the entire circle. You look at it as a sphere and study it, but you still say, stay open. You're not just one, one side to the story, so to speak, or just only black and white thinking. Number 11 is you are willing to invest in yourself, your business, and your education. Oh, and I I actually crossed out willing. I see that now because I realized willing sounds a little bit like you're it's begrudging. You're begrudgingly doing this instead of saying joyfully. This would be where I'm at now in my business and where I used to be versus where I'm at now. I love 
love investing. And I finally learned, as I shared with you in the previous episode, I finally learned how important that is. So I will emphasize it more often than not. And it's continual. The investment doesn't stop. It's not like you pay for college once and that's it. That's what I thought, though. <laughs> Any, anyway, I'm glad I'm learning different. And number 12, do you love when you can't read your own writing? Well, <laughs> in my video, if you see my notes, you would understand. <laughs> There's green marker. And then I came in with some purple. Oh my goodness, this is one of my favorites. I mentioned it last week. <laughs> number 12, you're not mamby-pamby. I didn't look up mamby-pamby. You're not willy-nilly. You're not waffling. You're not um, keeping your foot on the dock and one foot on the boat. How many different ways can we say it? Just number 12, you're not mamby-pamby, wishy-washy. What other ones can I find? No, we're good. We're good on that. Meaning you are clear in not thinking you have all the answers because none of us do, but you are clear in your dedication and your fire and everything that I have listed here. Number 14, you unapologetically embrace and proudly, let me see, how did I want to say this? Being a business owner, you embrace the business mind and the concept of being profitable, which means you unapologetically want to make money. And you know that your heart, I'm turning my notebook right now, <laughs> you know your heart and your art and making money are not mutually exclusive. They can go together. You know this. Number 15, you love a good planner <laughs> and you love planning and structure. You do. And that's why you're coming to the Profitable Artist Challenge starting on Monday, June 14th. Go to ProfitableArtistChallenge.com because you also love planning with a community of like-minded friends who share this same sensibility. And that is my summary of the High Achieving Artist. I won't recap for you because there are 15 of them, but... The nice thing is this is recorded. So if you want to make some notes, you can go back and pause and see what stands out to you. I'm curious. I know there are probably other qualities. Sometimes I obsess a bit too much about trying to squeeze everything into the episode to make sure I don't forget anything because a lot of times I come, you know, I contemplate, think about these topics and then I record it and I think, oh man, I wish I had said this. And then I realize not only do I have the right to change my mind, I have the right to add on ideas. I don't have to have it all dialed in. This is the first time I've expressed it this way. And it was fun for me to 
make a list of, of what I believe this actually is to me and why I welcome the opportunity to work with more like-minded, high-achieving artists with the qualities that I've shared with you here. Not only is that just the most delightful person to work with, I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to work with you, many of you. Um, I get these quality ideas because I get to work with you. So thank you for that. And you inspire me daily. And, you know, it's necessary today. To me, these qualities are necessary for the person who wants to A, be an artist, B, take that passion and turn it into a career they love and C, especially if it is in the online space, I just find that this is reaching a place of non-negotiable. And I absolutely honor anyone who feels that, you know, no, I don't think these are my qualities. I'm not that interested or that dedicated in pursuing this as a business. I totally honor that because, you know, many of us are coming to the same conclusion around many opportunities that are out there, many mentors. I mean, it's not right for everyone. And that's okay. I want to continue to share as much with you, you know, as transparently as I can with as much clarity so that I can support you in helping to make the right decision for you, whether you do want to pursue this as a career, whether you do want to work with me, choose me as a mentor, whether you want to lean into your creativity more or not. Although the lean into your creativity part, highly, I encourage that for everybody. I really believe that for everybody. I, that, that one would be hard for me to talk you out of. I believe it's so good for our souls. But in terms of turning it into your business, no, it's really not right for everyone. And that doesn't mean that you don't love being an artist or that you are an artist or that you you know, aren't a fantastic artist and people may want to buy your work, but you just are, you're, you're like, no thanks. <laughs> and that is, that's great. You know, clarity is very empowering. So as I shared, I will continue to do my best to arrive with as much clarity as I can to share with you. If I don't have the answers, you know, I'll always tell you that as well. See, that should be in there too, high achieving. They also know when they don't have the answers and they seek them. But I guess that would be under the uh, open-minded part. So yeah, we covered it. We covered it. It is good. I can't wait to see you for the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. Let's do this thing. It's a mid-year check-in. Let's see how we're doing. Let's pivot. Let's refine. Let's celebrate how far we've come and get excited about what's next. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you a beautiful creative week. And I'll see you on Monday, June 14th. I'll put the link in the show notes as per usual. Profitable artists challenge.com. See you there. 
Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.